This week on Ultra 64, we played the Madden games on N64, and in the immortal words of John Madden himself, you got one guy going boom, one guy going whack, and one guy not getting in the end zone. I'm not getting in the end zone. Well, that means by default, Josiah, you're going whack. You're the guy going whack. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Ultra 64, the podcast where we go whack. Uh, Actually, it's the podcast where we are uh, playing every Nintendo 64 game in random order until we have played every single one of them, and then we will do the ultimate victory dance in the end zone. My name is Steve Guntley. I am the guy who goes boom, Woody Siskowski, as previously discussed. I'm going whack. My name is Josiah Coolidge. (laughs) Here Comes the Boom is a movie about... uh, uh, about Woody. Yep. About, yeah, yeah. It's like anytime, anytime he comes to the room, we always say that. Here I comes thought that the was boom. a movie about sailing, like when you tack really quickly and the boom comes Duck. and hits you on the head. <laughs> it's a very short movie. It's about Kevin James ducking. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so we are talking about the Madden games. There's five Madden games. For those of you keeping track, uh, there that's the most games we've played in one single episode, but we really can't justify two Madden episodes. I'm sure the listeners think. would love that. <laughs> I mean, you know, there there are people out there. Obviously, Madden's a pretty big deal for a lot of people. I'm guessing uh, not a lot of them are the people listening to this podcast. Say, it's yeah. possibly true. It's possibly true. But uh, yeah, so that is going to include Madden Football 64 and then Madden 99, Madden 2000, Madden 2001, and Madden 2002. So those are all the games we are playing, and I'm very excited about this episode, because if you know anything about me, it's that I hate football, and this is the last football game on the N64 that we have to play. I, it's it's entirely possible I'll never have to play a football video game again for the rest of my life. Yeah. It is totally Steve, possible. you're not coming to my Madden tournament for God the damn it. next year? Oh, shit. <laughs> Can I just, like, put on a virtual boy and play like Waterworld instead. Hey, you have to contribute. I'm sorry. Oh, damn it. Wait, um, is there a Waterworld game for Virtual Boy? Yes, there is. We've oh. talked about it on here. Oh, it's, okay. It's the only game on the Virtual Boy I remember. Okay. <laughs> I, what well, about I think, Nestor's Funky Bowling? I don't, you know? I don't... I never played that, but I know there's... Isn't there a Mario game where you're throwing shells at yeah, like... it's called 3D? Mario Clash. Oh, yeah. It's dumb. It's it was Kevin, boring. Kevin Costner's Funky Waterworld. <laughs> uh, so we are very happy to have Josiah back uh, uh, consulting on sports once again because... I'm so happy to be back to play some more great games. Yeah, absolutely, you Actually, know. I did enjoy these games. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't really put you through the ringer this time. And I mean, I think the the big surprise here is that I kind of liked these games too. At least, yeah. at least I did not actively hate them. No, and, if uh, we if we think back long ago to our uh, quarterback club episodes, who, the playing of those had many screams of groans oh, and pain man. from Steve. It was yeah. just an all around unpleasant experience. Yeah, yeah, there it wasn't was. really for everybody. Any, any, I made sure. Yeah, of it. no, you yeah. ruined it. For for us, we were just having trying to have a good time playing those subpar football games. <laughs> yeah, so but I mean, this is the last time that we're going to have to talk about football, and uh, Madden is kind of the one to go out on because it seems to be the one that society is going to go out on. <laughs> yeah. If EA has its way, it's going to keep renewing that NFL license till the end of time, well, and they'll never have to see another at least football more game. to talk about with Madden because it's continued on. Oh yeah, Whereas NFL quarterback club is like. Long All right, dead. these games did deserve to be canceled. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, glad that they were canceled. Yeah, no reason to keep those ones alive. Uh, no one's looking. Well, I guess apparently a lot of people look back on those fondly, but I there's think a few. it's uh, there's a few people. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you were saying that sort of 
around this time, um, Madden was kind of second fiddle to, right. or even third fiddle to some of the other. Yeah, every review I found of these games at the time like compared them unfavorably to Quarterback Club and NFL Game Day, which were like the big football game franchises at the time. And Madden's always been like a good selling football game, like it's always done well, but it didn't really become a powerhouse until around this time that we're of these games we're discussing. Like most people. Would say that like around two thousand one, two thousand two is when the game got really like good, you know, and um, it started taking off. And then by two thousand four, EA would have the exclusive NFL license, and it became the biggest and onlyest game in town. So, so yeah, let's talk about the Madden franchise a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's one of the biggest franchises that there is. I it mean, is. I, I looked like that up in the top five. Uh, well, no, video it's thirteenth, thirteenth oh, highest grossing uh, football game of all time, right below thought. last week's game uh, Mario Kart. Um, okay, but it's still 130 million units sold, which is nothing to sneeze at. Like it's pretty in incredible. terms of the whole franchise. The whole franchise, okay. yeah, and that is across every conceivable platform. Uh, you can get Madden on your like fridge, probably. <laughs> they have Madden um, Mobile for your phone. No, see, there yeah. you go, there you go. Um, let's talk a little bit about who John Madden is, because for a lot of kids out there, you might only know him as the video game guy. Not um, since the days of Tom Clancy has an old white guy had such an influence <laughs> right? on uh, name recognition I in video games. I would love to see John Madden's Rainbow Six videos. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Clancy's All right, go, NFL. go, go! Tom Clancy's NFL. Yeah. Throw the turkey at him. up one year. Crossover. Yeah. I'm really trying to do a Madden impression, and it's just Ray Romano. All my impressions are just Ray Romano. Well, what people don't know is that John Madden is actually Ray Romano in a suit. <laughs> it's like a Big Mama's House situation. <laughs> he just puts on a fat suit. Um, yeah, but uh, John Madden was a very successful football coach and uh, color commenter. But yeah, for a lot of people, you may not have heard him in a long time. Uh, he retired from sportscasting in 2008, and he has been done with coaching since before even I was born. So, like, you know, you don't necessarily associate him. Yeah, his run, he coached the Raiders in the 70s, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have even been some of the 60s. It he's was, uh, old. so he's 83 years old now, uh, still going strong, still alive. Well, uh, still going. Yeah, well, still going, at least, I'm yeah. Really, uh, they don't let him do a lot of <laughs> appearances anymore. That's true, yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, Madden's career started in 1960 when he took an assistant coaching position at Allen Hancock College in Santa Maria, California. Well, he was a player, right? I, I think he started as a player. Right, yeah. He maybe started got as, injured and couldn't really play much, Yeah, I think or? he played in college, and he was a pretty strong player. But then he kind of transitioned into more coaching. Um, so he was promoted to head coach within a year at that college, and then he was transferred to San Diego State as a defensive coordinator. And then he was recruited straight out of there to the Oakland Raiders as a linebacker coach in 1967. By 1969, he would be named head coach of the entire team, and he would lead the Raiders to some of their strongest seasons ever, and that includes a Super Bowl win at Super Bowl XI in 1976. Uh, he retired from coaching two years later in 1978, and he segued that into a very long and very successful career as a color commentator. Um, so over his career, he worked for all four major networks, and this is when there were only four major networks. <laughs> um, so at some point or another, he's worked for all of them. And he still has one of the most distinctive and memorable sportscaster voices ever. Just think like a really jolly heavy set midwestern guy <laughs> like says a lot of non sequiturs and nonsense and that's John Madden. It's um, yeah, he sort of in in these games he does a little commentary in these games and it's sort of his gimmick is that things that he say are generally pretty obvious. Yeah. 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 I have a couple of quotes from him. Uh 
Some of my favorites right here. Uh, if the quarterback throws the ball in the end zone and the wide receiver catches it, it's a touchdown. Uh, another one. Hey, the offensive linemen are the biggest guys in the field. They're bigger than everyone else. That's what makes them the biggest guys on the field. <laughs> and finally, when you have great players playing great, well, that's great football. And none of this is wrong. I mean, you can't dispute any of that. <laughs> like, yeah. no. Yeah, can, you, I, it's... can I throw out my favorite John Madden? Yes, please. That, uh, when I was first playing Madden, and I think my first Madden that I got was Madden 07, and for about four years after that, they had this same cut where you, if your player dropped the ball, Madden would say, and that's a lesson he's got to learn. Catch the ball with your hands, not with your body. <laughs> Which I still don't really understand, but it seems like good advice. Do you think he secretly just doesn't know how football works? Well, he clearly knows <laughs> how football chance. works, because he coached a team to the Super Bowl. Uh, but oh, I mean, that, that was that... in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody was on cocaine. Everybody was on teams. Yeah. And, you know. you see, I put cocaine in the Gatorade, and I just <laughs> let them loose, and now uh, Oakland is the way it is, and Deborah. That is yeah. that is a terrible John Madden impression. <laughs> but a pretty decent Ray Romano, yeah. you got to admit. It's not bad. It's like half Ray Romano, half Kermit DeFrog. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he, he uh, parlayed that uh, very successful sports casting career into uh, a lot of sponsorships. Uh, the one I most remember growing up is, boom, tough acting to acting for your... Uh, <laughs> yeah. for your athlete's foot and yeah, famous catchphrase boom boom <laughs> tough that's like for years that's just what i thought it was called i'm like oh, i better go boom. get some boom tough acting to neck and um <laughs> he was also she also shilled for toyota miller light ace hardware outback steakhouse and many others he has hosted snl he has guested on the simpsons he's appeared in music videos for both paul simon and u2 uh and he had cameo appearances in movies like little giants and he's also weirdly synonymous with turkey. Uh, I did not know this, but he hosted all of the Thanksgiving Day games, and apparently his tradition was sending a turducken to the coach of the winning team. Now, did he invent the turducken? I the, think H.P. Uh, Lovecraft did. <laughs> like, it's a nightmarish... It's an old god. For those who are human comprehension, <laughs> to see it is to go insane. John Madden descended into the ancient city of Ralia and brought back the turducken. Yeah. I think the idea that John Madden knew how to make any sort of food is <laughs> very Well, that's what's, that's what's yeah. brilliant about the turducken, is all you need to know is how to Stuff cook one there. of them, and then you just stick yeah. one in the other. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's why I invented talk lobsters. That's tacos stuffed with lobsters. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah, it's great. It's it's uh, that's the true American art form. I think it's not stuffing jazz. Food and it's other food. stuffing food and other food. <laughs> Thank you, Cornelius Reese's. Um, anyway, so yeah, the 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 turkey thing was just kind of weird. And he's then, also um, a famous non-flyer. He, yes, yeah. He is unwilling to fly anywhere, so wow, he has see, like I didn't know that. Yeah, I think the so back when he was commentating, he would just take a bus across the country yeah. to go to way more games. fun than just getting over your fear of <laughs> oh, yeah yeah and when they were uh well i guess that's a good way to segue into the making of this game uh because trip hawkins who is the founder of ea uh this game was his idea uh and he definitely wanted madden associated with it and he assumed that this was going to be just like all right i'll show up i'll make a pitch he'll be into it we'll slap his name on it, and then we can make whatever game he wants but madden was very insistent that the game had to be the most realistic football game possible or he wouldn't attach his name to it. Uh, and, you know, they had to have multiple meetings with Trip Hawkins driving across the country, <laughs> or, like flying across the country because, like, Madden wouldn't fly or they would have to wait for a bus to take him all the way across the country as well. So it was a very long, slow process uh, because... So he went and pitched this game to Madden in 1984. Wow. 
the game didn't actually come out until 1988, and that was pretty uncommon back then. Like, development schedules back then were usually about a year. And so was that just called John Madden Football? It was just called John Madden Football, um, and it was just kind of fraught with difficulties because they uh, Madden was insisting on 11 players per team, as it is in real football, and the technology at the time just couldn't keep up with it. So they had to keep upgrading and upgrading. Uh, usually games in this era, if they were stretched out beyond, development stretched out beyond a year, they were usually canceled. So it was kind of remarkable that this game exists at all. Uh, I didn't and, know that uh, Madden stretched back that far. Yeah, in 1988. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What it's system been, did um, it come? I thought it came out on like the Genesis. It first. originally came out on the Apple II, ah, so that was okay. where it first began. It actually didn't get popular until 1990 when it came out on the Genesis. That was okay. the first big version, and I think then they realized, like, yeah, this is a home console kind of series, you know, and that's where it's shined ever since. Um, uh, so the game was well-received, it sold moderately well, but the ultra-realistic plays in the playbook left a lot of more casual players confused. So if you were used to playing Tech Steve Mobile... Steve of the world. This, the, the scumbag Steve... You couldn't bring yeah. it down for all of us, though. <laughs> <laughs> Some people understand these. Uh, yeah, but it, it was a little bit much for people used to playing Tech Mobile and things like that, which was much more simplified and arcadey. And much more fun. And much more fun. Much more fun. Uh, but it did eventually take off, uh, and the, the Madden franchise would be popular from 1990 onward uh, it always made money but it didn't really earn respect as the great football series until around this time and so the the nintendo 64 era kind of straddles those eras of like when it was like the runner-up versus the dominant force in uh football games uh so in 2004 as we mentioned ea paid an estimated 50 million dollars to hold the exclusive video game rights to the NF- nfl and the nflpa which pretty much shut down all other competition. And uh, so now Madden is the only football game yeah, you and, get. And if anyone at EA is listening right now, go yeah. fuck yourself. It's, <laughs> it's How dare you? kind of ridiculous. And I think the general consensus has always been that the NFL 2K games are the superior football games. But their run was so long ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Those, I think, started in like 1999 or 2000, and they had five, five years of that. Yeah. And so that was a very short time for them to sort of stake a claim. And who knows right. what they would be like if they had continued on. Yeah, mm, I think but... the biggest problem is just that because Madden has no competition, they put zero effort into it and rake in the money. So. That's the thing. And now it's kind of a lot about microtransactions and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, so you were saying there's somebody who was like addicted to it? Yeah, a lot of people are addicted. So they yeah. have this game mode that's like you open <clears throat> card <clears throat> packs like, you know, Pokemon or whatever. Sure. But you don't get real cards. And then, you know, you can spend real money on it, but the cards kind of recycle every year. So what so. do the cards actually do for you? So the, you, you make custom teams. There's like a like water type. <laughs> yeah. Like the dolphins are a water type. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you fight against like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you can get legendary players like Dan Marino, say it, and put him on your custom team. But he costs lots of money, so you use in-game currency, which mm-hmm. you can... Buy, buy with, with real currency and real actual currency yeah and they're just getting bolder and bolder about what they're not putting in the game and then charging people for and it's getting kind of gross it's it's rough and there's there's been some pushback at least in the fan communities but people are still buying the games well, like cuz it's still their selling. only choice it's and their only choice if, if you want, you want is game. updated rosters you know yeah yeah yeah, so it's it's still a controversial decision, and uh, EA, I believe they upped their contract with the NFL again in 2016 for possibly as many as much as ten years. So, like, this is the status quo probably from now. There's no reason for them to not 
do it and anymore. And there's no real reason for the NFL oh, not no, to do it. Because, with it they yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, this is a money-minting machine. Like, it's it's crazy how popular this is. I mean, this is a very important eSport as well. Like, uh, this, is, yeah. this is broadcast on ESPN, people playing this game. Mm. You know, yeah, I and, think the really frustrating part is there are a lot of pieces in place to kind of keep it the way it is, so... Twitch is very involved with it, and mm. they show a lot of the games, and then you get certain packs if you watch the Twitch streams uh, every day, and so then they get different players involved, and they give them packs to open up good good cards. Oof. It's really a slimy, like, it's it's pretty rough. I'm going to say it again, too. Sports fans are the biggest nerds. Uh, they, yeah, they're collecting cards now. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, they, they can they can cast and stones for playing like Magic know, or something. I'm talking shit. I play that game. Oh, absolutely. No. It's very fun. I don't spend money on it because... Yeah. I'm not going to hand you money for a game that I already paid sixty dollars for. Well, and but. that's that's sort of a take. Is I do feel like though it's not that EA doesn't make a good game in the new Madden games. They're like of they're, a they're high fine. of yeah, a high caliber. Yeah. It's just without that competition there. There's no incentive for them to, like, improve sort of core aspects of the game very yeah. much. Yeah, and if they want to just keep kind of gouging you with all these, like, price packs and everything like that, they can eternally. Well, and the, and the best part is then they turn... I, I follow a community that that kind of discusses it, but mostly complains this year. And, yeah. and my favorite is when people complain about, you know, you're not releasing any content for this. This is supposed to be a game where you're getting new cards constantly. And right. You, completing challenges to get new cards. There should be ways to play it without spending $100 every month. Um, and the response is generally, you know, we do all we can for you guys, and you guys, it's just never good enough for you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and it's like, well, you are ripping people off. My mom has tried that same and, gambit. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, we did give you a football game. <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of. It's the same game as last year. Sure. But, I mean, yeah, they're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's definitely, look, I, uh, there's a new number after this title here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. A different guy they on the cover. put a new player on it. And the, my favorite is this year is they've started, in the last couple of years, they've started making different covers for the more advanced. So if you buy the $100 version, you get Jerry Rice on your cover. Oh. And it's way cooler. It's just stuff that you're kind of like, or, or, you know, this year it was if you paid $100, you got the Superstar Edition, which means that you get to play it four days early. Oh. And you have no idea how many pay people paid an extra $40 to play it four days early. I mean, it's only know, $10 a day, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. That's that's too much. It's for really a bummer. Know. Well, let's talk a little bit about one of my favorite video game urban legends of all time, the Madden Curse. Uh, so the Madden Curse is... Uh, this suggests that players who appear on the cover of the game will be cursed with a season-shortening injury or some kind of other controversy that will kind of negatively affect their career. Now, I'm sure it's a coincidence, but you can you can apply this to some degree or another to 16 out of the 22 Steve, athletes who appear on the cover. It's a fact. It's a fact. There's still that little room for discrepancy. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the curse struck pretty early. So the first edition of the game to have a, an athlete on the cover that wasn't just John Madden was the PAL edition of Madden NFL 99. And it started with uh, the 49ers running back Garrison Hurst. So in 1998, the year that the game was released, Hurst suffered a broken ankle during the second round playoff game against the Falcons, and that forced him to sit out the next two seasons and almost ended his career entirely. It's weird that they decided to spend the money to get a cover athlete for the PAL version of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's strange, right? Yeah, but it, you still don't have one over here. Maybe he's maybe he's from England. Yeah. <laughs> Garrison Hurst is a very British sounding yeah. name uh, but he did eventually make a comeback but he never really played the same again uh, so a c couple of other key examples uh, 2004 Michael Vick 
uh, had a broken fibula. Now, what happened to Michael? <laughs> and then beloved know, Karen, some beloved. other stuff happened with Michael Vick, uh, which may not be related. I don't think it makes you a dog murdering monster. Um, uh, Sean Alexander uh, in 2007. He was from the Seahawks, now you're right? Break my heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He yeah, uh, the next year broke his wrist. Yeah, yeah. Never he came was back. The same. Yeah, and he, he kind of uh, he washed out of the yeah, NFL after Steve. two years. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a rough one. My first year moving back to Washington, Oof. getting to watch every Seahawks game where previously I could only watch two or three a year. And what do I see? I see poor Sean Alexander just falling apart. He seems to be one of the ones who got hit the hardest by this. Yeah. Like, do you concept. want to know my favorite fact about Sean Alexander? Huh? He didn't kiss his wife until their wedding day because he wanted to be make pure. it special. That's creepy. Okay, yeah. that's creepy. Well, he that's, thought that's the impressive. God would be disappointed yeah. if he kissed his wife. I'm sure that's why he didn't want to kiss his wife. Oh, okay. That's probably why. I'm not going to comment on that anyway. Um, <laughs> well, i just like to say, if God is listening, I have never kissed Sean Alexander's <laughs> wife. So if that's, oh, I have. That's oh, why I'm abstaining from conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 2010, uh, Troy Palamalu, he missed 11 games due to an injury. And then this one's loaded with drama. 2006, Donovan McNabb. He missed half the season in eight more games over the next two years. And he had a very, very public falling out with his former friend and teammate Terrell Owens, who we were discussing uh, while we were playing the games. Who was on the cover of uh, NFL 2K5. That's right. Probably the best football game there is. Oof. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think he wins. (laughs) I think uh, Terrell Owens wins. Being an asshole is the right way to go. (laughs) I'm learning lessons. Uh, For a brief period in 2010, EA was actually developing a movie called Madden Curse, oh, which is going to be a comedy oh, horror terrible. film about the curse. It was a barely... comedy horror film. Yeah, and was EA was developing. EA was developing huh. it. It was going to be like a PG thirteen kind of comedy horror, but it was about a pro Madden video game player who uh, won. He won a competition, and part of the competition was to get his picture in the corner of a box cover, and then weird shit starts happening to him in his day to day life. I mean, that's a pretty clever premise. It's kind of cute, it's... but it's also like. And a big advertisement. Sure. I mean, I guess no more than the Lego movie, which I really enjoy, so I don't know. But, yeah, we'll see. That that project never went anywhere. Actually, I think that that's turned kind of into a... Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> I did a little bit, actually. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, I've blathered on enough, but I, I will probably go into more cursed stuff as we hit it, just because it's interesting to me. Um, let's start off with our first game here, which is a very weird one. Uh, this is Madden Football 64. Uh, this was released on October 31st, 1997, developed by EA Tiburon and published by EA Sports. This is technically an N64 exclusive, but it does crib some elements from other games at the time. Uh, oh, what, so what a surprise. EA, <laughs> EA Tiburon is one of EA's largest and most profitable branches because in addition to being arbiters of the Madden series for the last 20 years, they develop most EA sports games. So that's NASCAR Thunder, that's Tiger Woods Golf, now Rory McIlroy Golf, uh, NBA Live, and the NCAA Rory McIlroy Golf. Say, not have quite it. the name appeal of Tiger Woods. Well, it doesn't have the same click to it. It just doesn't, no. no. What, what is Tiger Tiberon. Yeah, like, Tiberon was the name of the studio before EA acquired it, so I don't know uh, what, what the, We don't know what that is. word actually means. I think means. it's like a mountain, but I might yeah. be wrong about that. Uh, their non-football games include uh, Nuclear Strike, which we will play on this show still, um, GoldenEye Rogue Agent for the Nintendo DS, uh, the Superman Returns adaptation, and the maddening puzzle platformer Henry Hatsworth and the Puzzling Adventure, <laughs> which uh, I played all of. It's still like legitimately one of the hardest games I've ever beaten in my life. It looks real adorable, but it will kick you in the ass. Why did you beat that? Because 
because it's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a really good game. It's though. fun. It's okay, just cool. hard as it's shit. Frustrating. It's like a puzzle. It's half puzzle platformer. So like you encounter an enemy and then you switch to the bottom screen to solve like a panel to pawn Tetris attack style puzzle. That's kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, you rack up attacks like that, but uh, you die a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Uh, so this game is really weird and interesting because if you'll notice that title once again, that's Madden Football 64. That is not Madden NFL. There is no NFL license in this Madden game. This is one of the only Madden games to not have the NFL license at all. They do have the NFL PA license, so do, we do have real players. Yeah, so it's, they have the players union, so they can use the player names, but not the names of the teams or the icons or logos of the team. You can use the colors, like the colors because the the colors for the Green Bay Packers were pretty close. Yeah. Uh, but they're just called Green Bay. So well, now yeah, that's all the... what's amazing is they didn't bother making fake names. Yeah. They they just said, this is Green Bay. <laughs> they just named the team after the city where the stadium is located. Yeah. Uh, which is a weird workaround. But I mean. It's fine. It's, like, honestly. You're not going to notice unless yeah, it didn't you look read. any different. Yeah. I would say it's far more important to have the players than it is to have the teams. Right. Especially since they have the locations and colors. Yeah, it's everything but, like, the mascot, you know? Like, so that's that's not all that bad. Um, so, yeah, this is one of the only... This is the only Madden game that was developed specifically for the N64. Um, I think, it, you know, it definitely is the muddiest looking yes. of the all the ones that we played, but uh, I didn't have any problem with the gameplay. I thought it played fine. Yeah, so um, when, you know, this is the first game that's going to make that tra- transition from 2D to 3D. And this is probably, I mean, I imagine that having a sports game, like a football game, is one of the hardest things to make that transition. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, most of the old Madden games were kind of a sort of isometric top-down type of thing. And this you have to decide where the camera is going to go and you have to sort of bulk up and animate all the players. Yeah. Um, oh, they bulked them up. Yeah, they bulked them up a lot, <laughs> um, especially in the next one. And this game, yeah, so this game plays a lot like the old Maddens. You feel very sort of above the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is a little slow, and everyone feels pretty floaty. Yeah, they do a little um, bit. But um, I feel like that all works. I feel like the issue that we had generally with Quarterback Club <laughs> Is it just kind of feels like chaos? Yeah, right it didn't as soon feel as it like start. a team of people together. Whereas this, people ran routes properly, and the ball was in the air long enough that you could kind of move around and try to catch it, mm-hmm. or yeah. try to block and it, you, knock it out of the way. You you used a screen pass, and like oh, yeah, your wide receiver actually went and blocked. My offensive line let them. Yeah, it was like how it should be. I I found that I was looking at plays and knowing how to pick them and what they did and yeah, yeah I thought it worked pretty well yeah no I, I didn't have any problem with the way it controlled and I do appreciate the slower pace compared to quarterback club because yeah like you said I can tell what I was doing once I figured out what the controls were which took well, a minute football realism is one of the most important things to Steve <laughs> oh yeah absolutely I need that you know like they were mocking me for just like I wasn't looking at the plays because I don't know what they mean like it means nothing to me like I'm just gonna keep selecting random plays and hope I get lucky like it's just I, I can't really devote the energy to figuring it out. Yeah. Um, One thing that I didn't like about this game, but this is true over all of these Madden games, is this isn't the case for Madden anymore, right? When you press A and hike the ball, like yeah. if you pick a pass, but you have to press A again yeah. in order to bring up your receivers. Which and, doesn't really make any sense. There's really no reason for that to be the case. I don't know who that and, helps. And that's the case in all five of these games. Yeah. And it's yeah. like... It's it, weird that they didn't get rid of that. Yeah, it feels like that they're... Uh, they're adding an extra button press to something that needs like kind of a snap decision. You know? I feel like, if I remember correctly, I feel like Quarterback Club had that too. So maybe that was a case of like, 
oh, we got to just do the same way or people get frustrated that it's not the yeah. same. And maybe we were spoiled by NFL Blitz last time we played that, but like I really liked the passing system in that. It felt very intuitive. Well, yeah, you just move your uh, yeah joystick and pick the direction. I mean, none yeah. of these games are as fun as NFL Blitz. No, but, no, no, um, no. Yeah, this, this one definitely works well. The presentation here is not great. No. It's there's Madden kind of makes some short little quips the way he does in the old Sega Genesis version and yeah. stuff. Um and then they just steal images of him. This is very much just the old Madden game in 3D. Right. But that's not necessarily bad. Like it's still functional and works okay. It just doesn't feel if I had gotten this I wouldn't have felt quite as excited about like, oh, this feels very next-gen to me. And points for being the first. You know, yeah. like, they, it's the first one to go into 3D, and it, this is late 1997, so, like, it's not. It's still going to look pretty crappy. Like, there's not a whole lot you can do about it on the N64, but I, I feel like the fundamentals here are pretty solid, um, and it, it works to the degree that I wanted it to. Um, and it it's muddy and it's dark. Uh, I think we have some of the better textures and like stadium animations in this one than we do in any of the later ones. But the player ones. animations are basically non-existent. They're it's all like guys just, just kind of run into, into each, each other, other and yeah. just fall. And they're kind yeah. of identical. Like yeah. they're all the same builds where they really take efforts to mix that up in the later ones. Um, yeah, and then the basic modes in this, your uh, your exhibition, uh, season mode, uh, uh, tutorials, stuff like that. All of these games have a four-player mode, or just, like, you can play them with up to four people where you choose, you know, what team everyone goes on, which works <coughs> fine to choose the teams, but four-player modes in football games just generally suck, because yeah, two people have to be on the same team, yeah. and then they just assign usually the person who has the first controller as the quarterback, right. and the other person just kind of stands around and, yeah. like... Well, you you know... Because yeah. the receiver yeah. can play offensive line. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was playing quarterback like the entire time, and I should not have. Like, <laughs> it should have been taken away from me much sooner than it was. Um, yeah, because it's like if you're the computer runs the routes much better than you're going oh, to. Yeah, yeah. And there's I no mean, button to catch the ball. I I will say I so now and again I'll play online. There's a game mode called Squads in the new newer Madden where you can team up with two or three people. Is like squads uh, or, or SKW. Two, me. Um, sorry, what was that? Sorry, no, it's a dumb joke. <laughs> um, and you play online against other people, and my buddy and I do that now and again, and it is still extremely frustrating to try to run routes and be in the right spot. Yeah, they've never really figured crack the code on football games of having you play as anyone except the quarterback. Yeah. On the other hand, being able to harass three complete strangers. <laughs> no, that is fun. Extremely fun. <laughs> and of course, I did have the usual problem I have in all sports games in that I could not tell which player I was. The and stars like, in all these games that signify who you are is not very distinct. Make no, they're very kind of dimly lit. And uh, when you get into like a scuffle, like with just a bunch of people like in the middle, like like trying to tackle each other, you can't see those stars on the ground anyway. Yeah. So you don't really know who you are or it's what you're tackling. a lot of diving aimlessly just yeah. a big old clusterfuck yeah but that's you know i guess that's kind of what people like about football. i mean that that is essentially football in <laughs> yeah, a nutshell yeah, yeah. Uh, football a big old clusterfuck <laughs> <laughs> why not um well let's move on to our next game because we have so many of these yeah i know about. we're one fifth of the way through <laughs> one fifth of the way through madden football 64 a weird little odd uh odd little uh, anomaly for the series i think but uh, it's interesting it's worth checking out uh, Madden NFL 99 was released September 1998. I could not find an exact day on that one for some reason. Uh, made by the same team, and this one also appeared on the PlayStation and Windows. Uh, so as mentioned, this was the first game in the series to feature a player on the cover that's not just Madden, but that was only in the European editions, and that's Garrison Hurst, who we talked about before. 
Uh, PlayStation players for this game got to take advantage of a free agent feature, which lets you import characters from your create a player mode or for your NCAA oh, game that's uh, cool. and put them in your, your pro game. But obviously we can't do that on the 64 because um, there is no NCAA game. There is a franchise mode. This is this is the first one with the franchise this mode, This is the right? first time. Yeah, first time franchise mode appears. And franchise mode, I mean, Josiah can probably go into that a little more than I can, but this is kind of a, a popular like feature of Madden since this game. Yeah, it's basically you're running your team, you play the games, you decide which players are starting, you trade players, you look at the stats and the schedule, and as it's gone on further, it's gotten to the point where you can decide how much concessions are and how much jerseys are, and they add a lot of fun... You know, you're right. Sports sports fans so, are nerds. This so it's it's like it's like the inventory management part of any RPG without the cumbersome RPG parts. Yeah, and a lot it's of people the magic will, or the quests. will just play for that and skip through all the games. And yeah, because yeah, you can just simulate, simulate the games. Yeah, and, you know that's that's fun too. I like to play the games. Sure, <laughs> but yeah. you know, I guess if you just want to select random players and, and then never play with them, that, that could be fun. <laughs> I mean, that might be the way for me to get rid <laughs> yeah, I don't I mean, know. Uh, uh, so, alright, so this game, I think the first thing you'll notice about this one is that it sounds like shit. It's really bad. Like, really, like, I honestly thought my speakers were failing or something. <laughs> like, it's just really tinny and quiet and like... This is, this is the crowd sound the whole game. Yeah. Well, that's famously what football fans do. Yeah, right? football I, I made the comment that it's like every everybody in the crowd is recording an ASMR YouTube video at the same time, so it just sounds like unnerving or like crickets or something. Like it, I don't yeah, know. There's, so there's no there's no sounds really no, on the field. No of, music. No commentary. Like it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like it felt broken in that regard. It, this this game carries on a weird tradition that I feel like we've encountered in a lot of our sports games that we've played of the second one on the system or usually it's the 2000 edition it's once it's the 99 but yeah. it's sort of a big step down. Huge, and yeah. I, and I think that happened with NFL Quarterback Club where the frame rate had big issues and I don't know why that is. Um, I don't know. But this one is... So... The camera has shifted here, whereas the other one felt more like the old games and it was top-down. This, you're really directly behind your players, Mm -hmm. which makes it look a lot better. This game does look like the players look more like the players, and you're sort of way more in the action. But the frame rate really skips a lot of frames, and it just feels sort of... You feel, it feels like quarterback club in yeah. the sense that it feels out of control. You know, maybe football and, was just really rough that year. Yeah. Like, it must have been, yeah. Maybe in real life they were skipping frames <laughs> yeah. and they were just trying to mimic yeah. that. That was the year of all the time skips. Yeah, yeah I remember exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like together with the terrible sound of and just the no presentation in this. The first one, like... It was clearly a step down. The presentation was a little lazy in the first one, but this one, there's just nothing. It it was immediately apparent to me that this was a PlayStation port. Like, it looks like kind of a lower-tier PlayStation game. Very jagged edges, very, like, sharp polygons. That was probably what it was. They just took the PlayStation port, and they're like, crap, we can't fit this on an N64 cartridge. Uh, Let's just pull out the sound and uh okay that works and then it skips frames when it tries to run cause yeah it's, it's it's very it's not optimized for the system very stiff and awkward but i do like that all like we mentioned like all the character models look distinctive in this one like you know there was a guy like that we were passing to it's like a really huge like 300 400 pound guy like running down the field and it's like we're so used to sports games of this era with all the characters just having the exact same template, just with different names underneath yeah. them. So it is interesting to see 
the effort put into making them look distinctive. I don't know if they actually look like the real people. At and they all. have little little portrait. This was the one with the por- portrait. Some of them right? have portraits. Yeah, with yeah. like a character will make a sack. It'll show you like a digitized picture of that guy. Well, that's know. why they had to cut the music. You know, <laughs> they needed to fit twenty or thirty pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of players that were coming up that just had no picture at yeah. all. So like, it's gotta be sad. You you go home. You that's like a big thing where actual NFL players are really into Madden every year and they get very upset about their ratings. Oh, so imagine it's like 1999. You just got drafted. You're going home to play Madden, and you didn't. They didn't even put your damn picture in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> yeah, it's not pictured. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. So th- this one definitely the worst of what we played today yeah. of the five. Pretty like rough. it just. It, it still it like clearly the, stood out, which was not a good thing. <laughs> it, it stood out in a bad way. Like the gameplay was still like the same. It still it worked fine, except for the clipping and like the the glitching out. Like the game kind of worked every, fine. It's kind of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to have a sports. Like if your RPG like skips some frames, like that's okay because you're just going through a menu. Sure. Whereas in this, if you snap the ball. And then it starts chugging in the frames before you hand it off. You're just like, oh, I just got tackled because I yeah. didn't know what direction to run. Right. It, Guess I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. And like with so many nearly identical games being released every year, it's like, yeah, that, that could be a deal breaker for, yeah, this is not the one to play. If you really feel the urge to go back and play Madden 99, go with the PlayStation all, version. Don't. Yeah, why? Firstly, well, this, <laughs> yeah, you got to have something going on in your life. It's a little better than that. I yeah, mean, li- I, live a better life than live we do. Live a better people. life. <laughs> This is someone who, I still have the first Madden I got, which was Madden 07, and I I try every few years, I'll talk to my buddy and go, let's play this, like, let's go, and it's horrible, it's not fun, it's <laughs> no. not fun. Yeah. Don't no. go back. No, 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 go back, only forward, only forward. <laughs> Uh, speaking of only forward, let's go to Madden NFL 2000. Yeah, good segue, Steve. <laughs> pat on back, pat on back. Madden NFL 2000 was released August 31st, 1999. Same team built this game. And this has also appeared on the PlayStation 1, the Game Boy Color, the Mac, and Windows. So the cover athlete here is buried in the background and kind of hard to make out. Uh, but if you look real close and squint, uh, you can make out uh, that Barry Sanders is uh, the... Uh, cover athlete back behind Madden's smiling mug. Uh, so Sanders is considered by many to be one of the best running backs to ever play the game. He played his entire 10-year career with the Detroit Lions. Uh, but uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Was he hit by the curse or not? Well, he wasn't playing at this time, was he? Uh, yeah, wasn't he, he like... Was. I feel like he was this retired been about this. his last year. He this, retired very suddenly. Yeah, this is the curse. And okay, yeah. could have... You know, broken every record, and it's oh, still pretty much considered that. the best. It's, he went out on top. He, it's still really strange. Like people are not sure to this day why. And he, he quit. retired with an announcement in like his hometown newspaper. Like, yeah, in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, huh. yeah. It's very strange. He there have uh, been a couple players that have done even a couple. You know, there was a player this year that was considered one of the best quarterbacks in football, and he retired out of nowhere. Like, yeah. It, it's very surprising. I mean, it was a smart, probably a smart choice. Like if they recognize, like, you know. <laughs> man, I'm getting my body just trounced. And, I mean, you know, I'm hoping that's all it was. Because I mean, he he yeah, he was 30 years old. He was at the top of his game at this time, and he had just signed an 11 million dollar signing bonus with the Lions. Like he was actually within striking distance of Walter Payton's all time rushing record. Like he he could have gotten it within like a season or two if yeah. he kept playing the way he was playing. The Lions huh. kind of have a history of being pitiful and also having extremely popular great football players just retire at it. Okay, <laughs> There's yeah. another guy named Calvin Johnson who also was on a Madden cover at one point and he retired out of nowhere about 
three, four years ago. Yeah, that there, there was some Lions fans. speculation just that they were sick of losing in Detroit. Well, yeah, and first like, I don't team want to, to be go in Detroit 16, That's kind of oof. Yeah, well, great. and I, apparently there were a lot of there there were rumors of a lot of clashes with the head coach at the time. Like, uh, so I don't know, but either way, he got into litigation with the Lions about that eleven million dollars signing bonus because he quit before he played the season. He had to give back half of it. Uh, which is still, you know, he still made $5 million off that not showing up for a season of football. So that's not too bad. Uh, yeah, but nobody nobody knows. So if you know uh, why Barry Sanders <laughs> no. retired. Barry you know Sanders. Barry, Barry Sanders is a personal friend of yours. Hit me up. Ask Hit me him. Up. Barry Sanders, get him on the show. Yeah. Play Madden again. I'll be like, hello, Mr. Sanders. I'm a guy who barely knows what a football is. Would you like to talk about football with us? Maybe this will work because, I mean, he liked his Wichita like hometown paper. So yeah. maybe just obscure Nintendo podcast is where he'll finally tell yeah. that story. Um, all right. So as for the game itself, I, I do feel like this was a noticeable step up over uh, 99. I feel uh, like this one basically, like, if the first NFL 64, like, set the blueprint or football 64 mm-hmm. set the blueprint, 99, like, messed it all up. And then this one just got back to baseline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It's just kind of getting back to normal. This one was the one that stuck with me the least. Yeah, I already have forgotten. Like, I think oh, this, this might one have had the, the first f- one with the good tackles, where it was like, oh, yes. they actually look like people that are like pushing each other down. And this one yeah. had the futurist. You were pointing out that in all these two thousand games, they all had to have like grids oh, in yeah, the yeah. menu A to lot make of everything. Lasers. Like, yeah, right, yeah. We're in the twenty first century now. It's time for the Maybe future. It was all like the Matrix. Like, everyone was like, <laughs> we gotta have lasers and green. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, and the thing I will say about all of these games is that, uh, with the exception of the last two, like all of the. Um, opening menus are very distinctive. Yeah. Which is not a thing in uh, NFL Quarterback Club. They all look like the same, just with yeah. colors swapped out. But these ones all look different. Um, and uh, so that's that's something. At least the, the presentation is mixed up a little bit. Um, yeah, again, just not a very remarkable thing. I think the thing that you're going to see uh, as the Madden games go on and on is just that you'll you get more and more control over what you can customize. Mm-hmm. And that's just the big thing. So this one just adds a couple of different customizable features in the franchise mode that lets you micromanage a couple of other things, or you can let the computer automatically do it if you don't want to do it. And uh, once again, you are not able to import your create a player into franchise mode. I think they get that right on the next one, but um, it took a while for that to happen. This this one is a little improved in the sound category. Like, the, not I think... Much not much. Yeah, yeah it still, it's, it's it's still, still sounds very bad. Not a lot of commentary. Yeah. Pretty quiet. But we are starting to get voices here. We are uh, Pat O'Brien and uh, John Matt. Is it Pat I O'Brien? Don't think, I don't think it was this one. God, it might, I think that be. was in the next Oh, I think it, you're game. right. You're right. But we did get a couple of Madden quips. Oh, and that's something we forgot to mention with Madden Football 64. There was a menu option to turn off Maddenisms. So, like, I don't know why you would ever want to turn but those off. But it was off. separate than commentary. There was right. a commentary option and a Maddenism options. Right. So, like, he'll still provide commentary, but he won't give you the really good stuff if you turn <laughs> off that, that menu I love that even with all of his, like, I need to be in control of this. I wonder if they snuck that in there, or if he was like, sometimes people don't want to hear me. <laughs> I've, I've, he feels like a guy who's got a pretty good sense of humor about himself. Oh, I yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... Maybe he was like, it's fine if you do that, but you gotta call him madness. <laughs> or he's selling a book or something. Yeah, I bet there's a book like Yogi Berra had, you know. Yeah, yeah. Most, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, I imagine after he was involved for Madden the first five years, he really took a step back and I was would like, hope, this I, is I would whatever you guys God, want to do at I this point. I mean, he, he gets paid like a motherfucker off of yeah. these games. Like, yeah. yeah. So he'll, he'll, he's set for life. It's weird. Do you think they're ever going to like, 
cancel? Do you think they'll keep his name when he dies? On the oh, game? yeah. Even, I think definitely. they will do the Madden death anniversary edition. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they'll find a way. The cover of Madden 2025 yeah, is just yeah. his funeral. <laughs> oh, they already made Madden 25. Oh, oh, yeah, I meant 2025, in, in but yeah. 15, they made Madden 25 that was so for confusing. the 25... 25th oh, anniversary weird. edition. Was so that what with... going to do when it gets to Madden 25? Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Was that the one with LaDainian Tomlinson on the... Uh, no, no, that's let's later. see. That one had... Who did Madden 25? Didn't it remember. just have John Madden on it? No. Wasn't it there was one where like guys were well, like lifting him up? There's a was... lot of, like like I said, there's a lot of different editions where you can pay more to have a different right. cover on... Wait, Madden 25 was... Oh, Madden 25 was Barry Sanders. That's that was Barry... Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So... The, I don't know, there was just a great, like, Madden quote of, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, that has a lot of letters. So, <laughs> thanks again. John, the Madden wisdom. say that? Yeah, that was a Madden thing. Again, yeah, another right. fact. That was another one I wrote down, yeah, because that's a ridiculous one. Um, anything else to say about 2000? Yeah, this one was, no, I think, the least remarkable to me. Like, Well, yeah, for better know, or worse. For better right. or worse. Like, it was better than 99, but it, it wasn't as interesting. These, yeah, or, these sort of, this and 99 feel very similar. This is just the better version of it, but yeah. you don't really want to go play either of those especially compared to 2001 2001 are we on 2001, 2001 we yeah. are on, which Madden we're going to talk about now uh released august 28th 2000 again same people made it this was also released on the playstation 1 playstation 2 game boy Ooh. color and windows playstation 2 out now. our cover athlete this time around was eddie george of the tennessee titans uh and this is uh the first time an athlete and only an athlete made the cover so madden got edged out <laughs> good for eddie um, so Eddie George was a Heisman Trophy winner, and he was a dominant running back who led the Titans to one of their best seasons ever. Uh, but the curse struck him hard. He botched the late-game pass that knocked the Titans out of the playoffs after a 13-3 and season. Oh, that's just a Titans thing. That's just a Titans thing. <laughs> that's a Titans yeah, curse. one of their best seasons ever where they lost to the playoffs. This is a very Mariners Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, situation. you know, he, uh, he was never able to match his 2000 season again. He retired in 2004. Well, I do um, think that is an aspect of the Madden curse, is you Usually, like, people are put on the front of Madden after they've had an amazing season, so they're, and so they're just yeah. not going to be able to live up to that again. Oh, yeah, yeah, which totally makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Unless we all, you're Tom Brady. We're all in decline. Well, Tom Brady yeah. is the Darth Vader of football. <laughs> yeah. so that's fine. <laughs> I mean, he certainly is handsome. Um, <laughs> yeah. They look the same. You know, when they took off the mask at the end of Return of the Jedi, <laughs> they just have Tom Brady's guy. face. like Tom Brady with all his varicose veins on his yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I might be thinking of a different guy. Um, the PS2. You're thinking of John Madden. I've been thinking of John Madden. Hey, uh, I'm dead. Roast me like a turducken. Deborah! My brother's tall. If you put my body in the shuttle, then my body will not die in the Death Star. That was a much better John Madden. That was a better one, yeah. <gasps> Um, so the PS2 version of this edition in particular is considered something of a breakthrough for the series. Like, the tech finally started to keep up with the ambition that the series has had for a long time. Uh, it was the first uh, sixth-gen console game. And uh, as such, most outlets didn't even bother reviewing the N64 version of this okay. game. But the few that did gave it high marks, um, which I would agree with. I think this is the first time we all started bopping and grooving to the title music. Yeah, this, um, this game has yeah, one of the... It was kind of immediate. We were all really into that music. It, it was, was good si song. It's just like yeah. a simple break. I legitimately beat, might go look up what song that is. <laughs> I might try and close out with that one. On it's the, a yeah, really just... like bright, white, clean menu. Like It's super easy to read and everything's got big there. font. It's, yeah. It was yeah. one of the best cool. best menus i've seen like in a sports game it, it's just it's instantly recognizable yeah it's clear it's concise uh and you can select all of your different mode options from like a little slider bar which is a much 
sharp. But it's a much better way to put it because, like, the quarterback club menus, again, we're we're dunking on it, but that's the closest comparison because Blitz is its own thing. Well, and I, I want to add it. This, this year they added the football card mode where yeah. you complete different challenges. And a lot of times it would, you know, I, I played a lot of franchise mode. And so at the end of your game, they would say, oh, you did these three challenges, so now you get a... Seahawks card and a Browns card and it's different players and that was actually like it seems very really enjoyable cool. yeah. to be well, able to it, have it, a scrapbook of it gives you little bonuses too right because like you yeah. can you can find a card that'll give you like a fifth down or something yeah, like that yeah exactly like for, and so you for, could for, use those in game to kind of like oh that's going to add you know wind coming coming towards the field goal post that you're trying to kick and to. again cool. the, the series is all about realism so you have power ups <laughs> and it's yeah. just like you do yeah, in real made life different choices about well now we're going to get really realistic this year <laughs> uh, yeah oh hold on that actually wasn't very much fun. So now we're going to get really crazy with it. They had a, a year, I think it was t- 2010, where they have added a rewind button, and you could have two rewinds in a game. So uh, if you throw an interception, you can just rewind that back and throw a touchdown. Don- no idea how frustrating that is. That, was, really Pey- that was when decision. Peyton Manning stole the dagger of time <laughs> from, from the Prince of Persia. God. Yeah, my favorite is winning a game and then immediately losing it five seconds later because oh, that's, my friend rewound it. That sounds... Intensely frustrating. Really, really I hate stupid, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, the series is just going to get more and more customizable. And so I think with the cards, you get kind of a goofy arcade element to it if you want to play it that way. When now they give you challenges, about, it'll be like yeah. beat Indianapolis by 30 points in the rain or something like that, which just adds, you know, because you don't have any online multiplayer, obviously. So no. this gives you something to sort of keep you playing. Arbitrary goals and, with very little reward is like, can take you a long way. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's the heart of good game design, <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, just yeah. give me an experience bar i don't even need to win anything i just want to see that number go up every time i mean you know i'm i'm a i'm a trophy junkie too like it works oh, like yeah. i know this it's, does nothing there to are my games life, that i have hated that i truly just want to get all the trophies for. sometimes <laughs> it's like like kind of easy games like this is a mediocre game but like i'm i'm so i didn't close. want to put 30 hours into crash bandicoot warped but yeah, yeah i needed to platinum that. yeah exactly exactly you have to um so yeah i mean i think this is a, a very strong entry in the series i think everything plays really well the animations are very nice the presentation steps so far up from so the, far the really crappy sound of the last two games this you know they start with the menu bop um there's much more live commentary there's two guys making the commentary um the crowd noise is much better the just the audio quality is much better mm-hmm. and yeah basically this game sort of takes the better present you know the better graphics and player animations of the last two and sort of it just plays this game really surprised me with how nice it felt and just how big of a step up it was from the last no time. it's high quality and i i can i admit that even acknowledging that this game is not for me and it's not something i'm probably ever going to play again sure. uh but you know you gotta you gotta recognize the talent that went into it it's a well-made well-played yeah, game, game game knows represent game oh, game no. okay. wow recognize no, no, hold on let's wow. just let him yeah i want to no, take another lap on that let's, wait, wait where's that rewind function <laughs> sorry Peyton, bring back already. the dagger. Yeah. Damn it, we really need it. Game represent game. Game represent game. In the Senate, you that, know? Yeah, the, game. That's we're trying not to get sued for using game recognized. Game that represent was, uh, game. That was, wasn't that the foundation the of the Revolutionary War? The doctor stays away after one no, apple per day. No it's, game without representation. <laughs> it is very late, to be fair. We're, we're recording this late. Yeah, we started late and had to play five games. We played five games. Yeah. When Lincoln got shot in the theater he turned around and he said game recognized game 
<laughs> Which is crazy that like uh, Kennedy did the same thing. Yes. Did you know that? Oh man! Hey, like, he actually pulled a note out of his pocket. Like, oh, game recognized. Game. Bam! My head hurts. Uh, that's his final words of JFK. Apologies to the ghost of JFK listening right now. Yeah, we're really sorry to all of JFK's wow, our, family that's listening. Our podcast really reaches far and wide. We got Barry Sanders' friend listening. <laughs> ghost. Well, all the presidential ghosts at this point. You know, it becomes very bipartisan in the afterlife. They're all buddies. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's move on to Madden NFL 2002. Uh, I feel like... uh, All right. This is easy. This one's easy. This one's easy. Uh, This was released September 12th, 2001. Ouch. Uh, The same team made this one again. And this is on the widest variety of systems. This is on PS1, PS2, Windows, Game Boy Color, Xbox, GameCube, and Game Boy Advance. So, yeah, debuts for Xbox and GameCube and GBA. Um, so, despite that hugely unfortunate release date... Uh, and say, I'd really love to see, like, how many sales they made that day. I was about to tell you. Well, oh. that day I couldn't tell you, but uh, this is the fifth-to-last game released on the N64. Oh. But despite that, it sold almost half a million units. Okay. Like, that's pretty impressive for a late game. This is really kind of a testament to how strong and how popular Madden games were at this time. That, well, people uh, needed to pick me up. They needed something, yeah, after... <laughs> Yeah, who that when, when America was feeling in its darkest hour, it <laughs> yeah. took a man, a John Madden, to come and that, or they forgot. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, so this game's cover, cover athlete is Dante Culpepper, uh, who is the newly minted quarterback for One the Minnesota Vikings. One of the all-time Vikings. great names. Oh, yeah. That's a great Dante name. Dante Culpepper. And it's spelled D-A-U-N-T-E, which makes it even cooler. It's Dante. Dante. Uh, so Culpepper was something of an instant celebrity. Uh, he kicked ass at the University of Florida and was made starting QB in his first season. He led the Vikings to 11-5 season, that first one. Uh, 4,000 passing yards, 500 rushing yards. And then almost immediately after being named the cover star of this game, he blew out his knee in an early season game against the Steelers, and he was benched the rest of the season. And he never really played the same after that. His injuries kept kind of uh, uh, following him from team to team. He's traded the Dolphins in 2005 and then bounced around for one season stints. He finally ended up in the minor league team, the Sacramento Mountain Lions, which is pretty sad because from everything I've read, he was kind of on track to be like one of the greats. Uh, and then just like a uh, random knee. Well, I will mean, say that's... part of that also. He had Randy Moss for when he was playing, <laughs> and Randy Moss is like one of the best receivers of all time. So I think that not that Dante Culpepper wasn't a good quarterback, but yeah. I think it helps having sure insane yeah. talent. I'm going to believe you on that. Well, yeah. I mean that's also that's football. Now, Steve, I want to argue with you about football. <laughs> well, Randy Moss uh, has the mossiest name uh, of everybody. Since yeah, but Dante Culpepper has the pepperiest. He has name. the spiciest yeah. one. So yeah. I think if you get that kind of swamp moss and the peppers together, you get some nice witch's brew, uh, which I'm talking from an informed place right now. <laughs> I'm um, stop I mean, making words come out. Yeah, but no. that's those are great football players in a nutshell. Is people who can avoid getting hurt. Yes, because like that is that's a good point. Yeah. A good, that is like sixty percent of having a oh, yeah. career is just not getting hurt. The other forty percent is hurting other people. Yeah. So, that yeah. kind of becomes a stat. Like oh yeah, there's this cornerback that the Seahawks kind of want to trade for, and one of his big selling points is he's started in fifty of fifty games. He's never been injured. It's pretty incredible. It's, yeah, it doesn't happen much. Uh, this game is probably the most similar to another game that we've played. Like, most of these have done a pretty good job of standing out and making themselves a little more distinctive. This one felt like only a very minor 
tweak or addition off of 2001. I, I don't even know what the changes would have been. A, uh, the biggest change, and one of my favorite little features in any of these games so far, is actually Classic Madden mode. Oh, where, right. Oh, cool. Right from the title menu, you can boot up Classic Madden, and you're playing uh, Madden 94 from the Genesis era. And it, it's uh, that's a goofy little... Easter egg that's kind of like right there, front and center. Um, I always love stuff like that. I don't yeah. any, any game series that wants to like, oh, it's a new Mario game, and you want to give me old Mario. That's awesome. I'm super into that. And I can't think of any other N64 game that did this other than like the Midway and Namco collections. Well, there's that horrible part in Donkey Kong 64. Donkey <laughs> Kong. Yeah. You just aim. That's stupid. And you're like. I've already put 100 hours into this game, and now you want me to beat this old arcade game? Three times, yeah. yeah. Three times you have to beat that shit. And, and, uh, yeah. The, the, I'd never beaten And then you have to play Jetpack. And yes. you're like, what are you doing to me, Rare? Yes. This, okay. Yes, this, the uh, old version of Madden, is completely optional. Yes, um, totally optional. And uh, uh, just, uh, it's a nice little throwback if you wanted to see what those games look yeah, like. Yeah, it, it is fun to play them, like, side by side and just yeah. see the changes. Otherwise, uh, the game isn't that much of an improvement over 2000. 2001, uh, it didn't really, I would say it impressed me a little less just because 2001 was such a noteworthy improvement. Um, but yeah, uh, that, yeah, there's really not a whole lot to say about that one. It comes in a black cartridge. It's one of the rare games to come in a black cartridge along with, I think, Turok 3 and I want to say one of the Tony Hawks. The yeah, um, Tony Hawk 3 is yeah. a black card. Um, 2001 came on a blue card. Oh, that's which true. I don't think yeah. there's many of that either. Yeah, there were not very many. I think there's that and uh, a fishing game. Bass Masters, yeah. So you know where you're reaching for quality. Yeah, yeah. You got a fifty percent chance. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the Bass Master games. Yeah, this one's fine. Uh it's it's totally respectable, uh well playing football game. Um I won't think about it again no. after the end of this <laughs> sentence. Um Shall we move on to our rankings yes, of these games? Yes, please do. Yeah, let's please. So, let's so much, so much Madden. All right. So we are adding to our ongoing list of games. We're at 161 games so far. This one will beef it up substantially. Okay, this will double the size of Guys, it. Guys, I'm sure I say this every time. I'm so blown away and impressed that you've kept with this. There's so <laughs> many people that would quit this like 30 games in. And no, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm still enjoying it. Even Cross when it's like a threshold. shitty game, it's still fun. And, and hey, yep. these were not even shitty. No, no, we these weren't. Not bad. No, these I've weren't. Fun. Um, so I am going to go with, uh, again, not bad games and take this with a grain of salt just because I hate football, you know, so like the fact that Steve said not bad games referring to a football game is like a 10 out of 10. It's a minor, it's a minor miracle. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to put these down uh, underneath NHL Breakaway '99. So these are all going to be '79 through '70 or through '83. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with 2001. I think is the best one of these. 2002, yep. right below it. Then I'm going to go '64. Then 2000. Then '99. Just to make it all confusing. Yep. 99 is the bottom. Oh, man. Wait till you see my list, list in terms of getting confusing. Oh, boy. I'm going to have <laughs> fun updating that one. five minutes staring at it. Yeah. You're, no, you were really intense on that. Uh, let's go, Josiah. You've got a shorter list, but still one of the longer lists. Of yeah. Our I think you might overtake Nicole I think on I'm going to short, shorten this up by just kind of putting them, because I always rank them in the category of, of the game. So, yeah. for example, for, for, my uh, top right now is yeah. NFL Blitz games. Sure. I and your bottom is Vigilante 8. And the bottom offense. is Vigilante 8. I'm going to put this right after NFL Blitz and yeah. right before Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest and the Major League Baseball with Ken Griffey Jr. Okay. We're going to forget about the other baseball and quarterback <laughs> games. Um, yeah, I loved this. I, I really like Madden. I know that there is, EA is a slimy company. Yeah. And it's really hitting that point. Consistently, I would buy every two years because I felt like 
thirty dollars a year is a lot better than sixty dollars a year. Um, yeah, I I don't like the direction they have gone, but I did really enjoy this, and it kind of made me nostalgic for old Madden. Where you, you really miss Madden doing the commentary on two. I actually kind of do. It's yeah. really comforting. Like there's something about I don't now now there are these commentators that are actual. You know they're they're currently commentating, yeah. and I legitimately almost have to mute actual football games when they're the ones commentating because I've heard their voices so oh, many times. Oh, yeah. It's really and they say the same things they say in the game, which is not <laughs> good. Like I feel like if you're saying the same like canned recorded responses, then. You gotta step it up. Well, for yeah. what it's worth, in commentator's defense, I'm sure I have said the same recorded, canned recorded response on this podcast. Yeah, but are you? And we've paid, only been doing it two I've, years. I've definitely paid millions talked of dollars to do that on live TV, though. Uh, I mean, I am. Uh, wait, wait a second. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely told the Waterworld Virtual Boy story on here before, and I've like probably been like, "There's a Waterworld <laughs> game for Virtual Boy," <laughs> and now it's stuck. Oh, what's what's your order on that, Josiah? What's your top to bottom? Oh, right, right. right. So uh, I'm gonna go with. Oh, of course, now my note app. I bet I could do this off the top of I my head. I think you can. Uh, 2002, uh-huh. 2001, 2000, 64, and then 99. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, right. Real controversial. Yeah, no, that's... We're, we're all in agreement that 99 was the worst. Um, all right, Steve, you ready to <laughs> write, ready. write up some notes? I'm just going to keep your note, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, the best... Yeah, we all... I Well, the best ones were 2002 and 2001. I'm going to put 2001 at the highest. Mm. I'm putting that number 37 on my list. Can wow. I ask, is it higher because of the bop at the beginning of the menu? It's higher because of the bop, it's and it's something. also... I just feel like we usually do this, like... The, the game that's basically a copy of the previous one is harder to sort of give props to, because you... I don't know. You're just like, no effort was put into this right. game. But with that said, 2002, I'm only putting one below it because okay. it's basically the same game. They really it's, are very similar. And, and that and classic you, mode sustains it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. neat. You basically, do you want the fun menu bop mm-hmm. or do you want the classic mode? There you go. And that, you that want makes the bop. Just, Let me tell you right now. <laughs> you want it. You want it. <laughs> um, next on the list is Madden 64. Okay. Um, which is number 64 Perfect. on the list. Um, well, that's yeah, nice. It, has, it, it plays well, but the presentation is lacking. Men 2000 is number 71. Okay. Um, yeah, the sound quality is crappy, but it plays okay. Um, Madden 99, Big Step Down, is number 98. Okay. All right. Which I should have made a number 99. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many numbers on this so notepad, Steve. It's okay. I'm I'll rewrite this thing. I'll, I'll c- crack it. I've got a Rosetta Stone. Like, yeah, absolutely. I hope the last episode of this podcast is you guys reading through the entire list. Like, I mean, I imagine I'll... One. I think that'd be very entertaining. I imagine we'll do that. I yeah, listen, yeah. I, I, every time I look at the list, I'm like, what was I thinking for that? <laughs> yeah, we got to change it. Yeah, every once in a while, I want to change them up. Uh, I do have a couple letters here today. Oh, man, um, this is going to be the longest episode ever. No, we're doing all right. All right. Um, so, first letter. Hey, Steve, Woody, and guest. Uh, love the show. Hey, that's nice. Yeah. That was a great riff earlier, guest. So, there you go. Yeah, you got some great wow. it, was. it was a great riff. That. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm writing with a response to a question from your Spider-Man episode. I was waiting to catch up on the show before writing in. Uh, you asked if anyone had favorite Spider-Man games. I do, and it leads to a more general question. My favorite Spider-Man game was the simply titled Spider-Man the Video Game, which was an arcade from Sega from 1991. Uh, I only ever saw it once on vacation when I was eight or nine in some hole-in-the-wall pizza joint, and I went nuts for it. (laughs) I loved Spider-Man, I loved arcades, but I hadn't seen or even heard of this game before. It's a pretty standard beat-em-up, though you get to play as some weird characters like Namor and Black Cat, which was neat to me. That's pretty cool. I never saw the game again, and it wasn't until the internet came around that I could even confirm it was actually real and not some vacation and (laughs) pizza-fueled dream. 
So my question to you is, do you have any games from childhood or adulthood that are special due to only having seen them once or twice? Thanks, and that's from John. So that's a good question. Can I really quick answer my favorite Spider-Man game? Yeah. Okay, so there was this game I had for for the computer. I I was maybe five or six. It was a very old Spider-Man game. And it was like a Spider-Man scrapbook game. <laughs> like, you got different... You made scenes. Like, there was maybe ten different, like, background... Like, the subway or, you know, some buildings. And then you picked different Spider-Man characters, and they were almost like GIFs. But they had little noises they would make. Oh, it's kind of like like a little animation studio. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So you'd put yeah. in a Spider Man and you'd hear the the, the thwip. thwisp. Yeah, thwip. Uh, or yeah, I don't Canada, know why my parents thwip. let me play this because for there example, was some hardcore would, nudity no, in the yeah, yeah, It was actually a porn studio. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you put in K- Kingpin and he would say, "I'll get you, Spider Man." I'll get you, Spider-Man, over and over oh, and God. over and over and over. And I went and found it on YouTube, and I was like, this is the most annoying thing I've <laughs> ever heard. But I have very great memories of that. So that almost fits my category. It fits that's, both of them, honestly. Yeah, that's well, kind of perfect. Uh, yeah, I, I've uh, never heard of this arcade Spider-Man that he's playing. I think it I've sounds cool. Like yeah. It sounds kind of like the X-Men or the Captain American I Avengers games. games. If I remember, that's but, it's, it's basically what it is. It's kind of a palette swap of that. But yeah, you do get to play as some weird characters like that. Like, yeah, who the fuck knows Namor anymore? Um, we, we refer to him as the Submariner. No, the Submariner. The Submariner. Yes. You know, Submariner. Fun Marvel fact, they're mm. saying that's going to be the villain in the next Black Panther. It's going to be Namor. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. actually. Um I think for me, I mean, I I think I feel like I eventually found the name of this game, but there was one that I can think of that was that was a very strong impression of me. I was very young. Uh, we went to my babysitter's college graduation party. Nice. I was maybe like seven <laughs> or something like that, and uh, there were a bunch of guys like in the back room. They were playing Nintendo, and it was this game where you were walking around a Disneyland park. And then you go into all the different rides mm-hmm. and you get little mini games, which I eventually learned this was called Adventures in yes. the Magic Kingdom. Uh, it was a Capcom game. It's fine. Uh, but for me, seeing that That was game, the game that these college guys chose to play? That's what they were playing. Like, huh. and I don't think they were high or drunk, but that's the game that they were playing on the NES at the time. Okay. And... Uh, this was huge for me because this was the moment I realized that the Nintendo was something other than a Mario machine. Because all oh, I had yeah, was that Mario yeah. Duck Hunt ca- cartridge. And I think my parents are still mad about that because now all of a sudden I'm asking <laughs> for other, other games. games. Like, wait, I, I want to get this Disneyland game. Yeah, so that one left a big impression on me. And then, yeah, years later I went back. And I think I have a ROM of it on my uh, NES Mini. And, like, it's it's fine. It's a mini game collection. It's totally <laughs> average. So, sorry, could you repeat... What it's called? Aven- Adventures in the Magic okay. Kingdom. I, so I ha- also have some NES ROMs. Really? I'm okay. Sure yeah, yeah. That's one of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, what about yours? Um, well, I mean, the internet has kind of made this trickier because most games that sort of we have these faint memories of, we finally go back and are like, oh, I figured it out. Um, the one that I have never been able to find, I even know the title, I just can't find it because it was a built-in sort of early Mac game, mm. and I've never had a Mac is um um it was called Mortal Pongbat. What? Um, huh. And I just remember um I went to one of my friend's dad's office and for some reason he had this installed on his computer and we played this game for like three hours, just used sharing half of the keyboard, and it's just Pong 
but there's sort of power-ups that um, the balls bounce off of and to make it like swirly or make it move faster or something. And you get this recharging laser. Yeah. Um, so you can press um, you can press a button on the keyboard to shoot your laser and you shoot the other guy's paddle and destroy it and make it smaller awesome. so it's that harder for them really to return. Fun, and then if you <laughs> destroy their whole familiar, paddle, yeah. you get a pongality. Pongality. <laughs> so that game is sweet. And I have found like sort of knockoff, like flash game versions of it but i'm pretty sure it's not the original version okay so if anybody has or knows where i can find an original version of mortal pong bat um <laughs> you know send it send what the file we, this we way we looked it up you made that up yeah. <laughs> there's no game called mortal pong it's uh, <laughs> it's the most tortured pun of all time according to wikipedia interesting uh did you have another one besides oh, this so the other one yeah this one i've since played uh when i got my ps classic but um I remember one amazing afternoon where I went to my friend's house and we played Small Soldiers for the PS1. Oh. And that game was so cool. And I think because it was the first, like, shooter I had played, quote-unquote shooter I had played. Is that like a third-person Yeah, like you run around, you can choose the aliens or the military men, and you can run around and shoot each other. It's terrible. I've gone back and played it. It's it's unbearable. But, like, that one afternoon, I was like, man, this is the coolest thing I have ever played. That's awesome. I, I weirdly watched that movie again not too long ago because it popped terrible, up on Amazon. Isn't it? It's not good. Yeah, no, it's it's a Gremlins ripoff from I'm the like director very of Gremlins. I'm like that they got Tommy Lee Jones to do the voice of a cartoon military. Man. That is the cool thing for that one is that like all the voices of the aliens are members of Spinal Tap, wow, and all the all the voices of the soldiers are members of the Dirty Dozen. That's really <laughs> so. That's an interesting Kirsten little bit of Dunst casting. Is the little girl Kirsten Dunst the little girl? Phil Hartman's last David film role. David Cross is in there. Yeah, that it's I a weird movie. <laughs> Yeah, you just uh, I mean we just convinced I you know that it's it was bad. Terrible, I yeah. Know. It, it's one of those movies. Yeah, it it's is bad, but I'm going if it's on I'm going to watch it, Yeah, exactly. You know? Um okay, we have one more letter here. Uh hello Steve and howdy to Woody. So you get howdy greetings now. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Howdy. yeah. Uh was looking forward to the Mario Kart episode and got to say it did not disappoint. Oh, that was going uh, to scary to wreck there for a second. Ruined it. Yeah. Uh, Mario oh. Mario Kart was probably my most played on the N64, uh which I'm pretty sure I got for free because a friend of mine had two of them. Nice. That's a good friend to have. Also, it was my most played virtual console game on the Wii. Mm-hmm. I played it so much with my brother, with me as Luigi and him as Mario. Currently, I think Mario Kart 8 is the best, with so many tracks and characters, and the quality of life improvements are also great. Assisted steering and auto gas are good features if you ever have to play with little kids. It's not very fun when you complete the race and a five-year-old is still on their second lap. Thanks, and that's from Adam. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's a good point about Mario Kart being good for small kids as well. Like, that is something that you can just hand them and, and they I pick forget up really about quickly. those features. Yeah, Mario Kart 8 has a thing where you can basically turn it on so your car can't go off the track. Right. Like, it keeps pushing you towards the center. Sometimes that has been on, and I haven't realized it, and I'm like, what the hell's going on with my car? <laughs> it was when I first, Why am I so good this time? Yeah. <laughs> when I first played that game for the first time, like, I, I thought, like oh really this it was just set on default like that i didn't yeah. think you could turn it off i'm just like oh this is kind of anticlimactic but you can turn it off and you can customize if you don't prefer it and it is a good feature for somebody like you know nicole huh, who keeps driving off the course so <laughs> um i yeah and i will agree with him that i mean that's a pretty good argument is that mario kart 8 for the switch is the best one just because it's all about the quantity of tracks yeah that's what gives it the replay value i will and say so- i haven't played very much of it but my friend jason kind of complained that there wasn't as much unlocking courses and characters in that game. That's and that fair. was kind of a 
bummer for him. I it's think like, it's the it, fun for me. Is yeah, does kind it of just start with all of the? Yeah, yeah. I think you get yeah. everybody just right off. Which the is bat. a little weird. I think it was probably because it was sort of a port yeah. of the Wii U one, and they didn't want to make people re-unlock mm. that stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, just in this real quick, is I want to do a little apology. Um, well, on the Mario Kart 64 episode, you and I were kind of bagging on Super Mario Kart a little bit, just as being difficult to go back to. Um, I recently the power went out in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, I put the Switch on its kickstand and played some Super Mario Kart um, on the SNES class, the SNES like online that yeah. they have put in games. That game still holds up pretty well. Really? That, okay. Yeah. That uh, like the lack of depth is weird, and it feels very slidey. It feels awkward compared to 64 but that it's a great super nintendo game okay so i'll yeah, go back and revisit too i've got it on my classic so i I'll... really like mario kart double dash i think that See, game that's super that's fun. my I had favorite. a few months where my friend and i played that constantly it was great and i know a lot of people really don't like that one but i think people are coming around on oh it. yeah well the dream is always to uh get the 16 player double dash oh, yeah. um, but uh <laughs> that's that's, that's the dream but i think i believe it would cost you about a thousand dollars, probably, because you, you, you need all buy, this land. You have to buy too. an adapter for the GameCube to be able to connect, and that thing is rare. Even yeah. though all it does is help you with Mario Kart, so it's like a hundred dollars oh for the adapter, God. and you need like it's eight of them. For, <laughs> GameCube <laughs> stuff is starting to get pricey, yeah, like, it, it really will, quickly. Yeah. GameCube in particular, like Xbox stuff, is still cheap as dirt, but like GameCube is pricey. All right, everybody, we did it. That's our biggest, uh, most games in one episode. Uh, and I don't think we're going to even attempt to top that in the future. Like, yeah, yeah, three, three or four games. <laughs> it was a lot. Uh, I mean, they really blend together. They do a bit, you know, and that's just going to be true with sports games. But now I am finally done with my football, and we can move on to Woody's football. No! Because next week we're back to wrestling no! games. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, uh, Woody's, uh, Woody's kryptonite there. But we're going to be playing WCW Nitro, WW. WF Attitude and WCW Mayhem. So let's see if any of just those are nonsense good. words. It's just a bunch of <laughs> Nitro it's, Mayhem and it's Attitude letters and an angry uh, uh, adjective stuck after it. Um, I don't know. If that's a not. I'm a big defender yeah. of wrestling games. I think they're actually very fun. So I you, hope you have a great time. No, uh, we've already have, played some, and I did not. So <laughs> none of these have clicked with us yet. But like, I'm still. I continue to be fascinated by wrestling as a sure. thing. So and there's some updates in the world of wrestling we can talk about. And yeah, so it'll be. <laughs> fun it'll be I'm sure fun. It's changed a lot <laughs> it'll be fun and then Woody, you'll be one step closer to being done with uh with wrestling forever so all right, all right everybody uh i am gonna pass this off to not being on anymore that's a word sentence that i Boy, make with mouth you nailed it steve man uh, uh <laughs> hey, where's so much for having me thank back you on. so much for being back man. i like playing football with you guys i would be that's like times. lost if i didn't have you guys to explain <laughs> football to me so uh, i i appreciate it but now uh i don't need either of you because I'm never playing football <laughs> games again. So wait, are you are you firing me, Steve? Fuck off! Uh, the rest of this game is like, just me just and my mouth works. It would have been too obvious if the first ten games you did were football. So yeah, you had to really space it out. Now we can kick you out. I was toying with you like Sorry, a cat. He has exclusive with rights to the podcast <laughs> for the next ten years. So, all right, everybody. Good night. We're gonna close out if I can uh, swing it with the uh, hella bopping music from Madden NFL 2001. Enjoy, everybody.